You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hi guys, and welcome back to another new episode of You Need Therapy. I'm your host, Kat, and as always, I'm so glad you're here. A quick note before we get started today, or a couple quick notes. One, I've had allergies this week, so again, I don't know how I sound anymore, but give me some grace as I wait for my voice to come back to normal. Also remember that this is not therapy. This is just a therapist talking to you on a podcast about mental health things, and Also, if you haven't already followed us on or me on social media, I would love for you to do that. You can follow the podcast at at you need therapy podcast and you can follow me personally at at cat dot and I would love to ask y'all for a little favor again if you could take five seconds to rate this podcast that would mean a lot to me if you just scroll down to the bottom of apple Podcasts, if you're on the uni therapy podcast page you can rate it there it takes literally one second and I really appreciate you guys it's feedback I also take it really seriously so feel free to leave a comment as well and I would just be eternally grateful so go forth and do that please Now let's get into the episode. This week, you are getting me and just me. I'm talking about something that I have a lot of passion about for many reasons, and we will get into those reasons as we go. This episode, I mean, I should have titled it Cat's Unpopular Opinion, I feel like, but I didn't. (laughs) And actually, maybe it's not an unpopular opinion. Maybe people just don't talk about this side of the street very often. We're talking about forgiveness. We're talking about how I look at and how I talk to clients about forgiveness. So maybe this isn't an unpopular opinion. Maybe we just don't talk about this generally as much out in the open as I wish we did. And uh, maybe this will help that. Now, I have some feelings about the general expectations and norms that there are when it comes to forgiveness and apologizing too. Those kind of go in the same little, like, I don't know, container. Today, we're going to talk about both of those things. More on the forgiveness side. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I grew up with the idea that we need, in all caps, we need to forgive people in order to feel free or light. 
and live the life we were created to live. I was told that holding grudges, in quotes, affects you more than the people that you have a grudge against. And therefore, it's a waste of energy that you could be using for something else, blah, 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 all of that. I also was told things like, you should love your enemy, pray for your enemy, like forgive those who have trespassed against us, like all of that stuff. I am going to assume that some of you listening have also felt that way. And the other thing is like, I believed this for many, many years. And I also preached it (laughs) for many, many years. Like, put that out in the world as well. And I still do believe that forgiveness is about us and it's not so much about making the other person feel better. And we'll get more into that in a second. But I really want to encourage you guys as you start to listen to this episode, maybe you pause it for a second. I want to encourage you to ask yourself before we cross to the other side of the bridge where I sit and I believe, what are your automatic feelings and beliefs and what really comes up when I bring up the topic of forgiveness and forgiving people? It to me feels like a very should based phenomenon. Like it's bad to be angry at people or bad to hold a grudge or bad to have lingering feelings about something. And as some of y'all know, I always think it's important to look at the why behind the what when it comes to forgiveness. Like I said, apologizing is in the same realm. It kind of mimics the questions I would ask someone who struggles with apologizing too much. I would ask, are you apologizing because you think you did something wrong or because you want to make sure you look good in the eyes of those around you? Like, are you actually sorry that you bumped into that person that was actually just like in the way? (laughs) Or did you just want to look polite and nice? In other words, are you apologizing for you? Are you apologizing for the other people or just people or your image or any of that? The same goes for forgiving people. Are you forgiving someone because it feels right and true? Or are you forgiving because it is what you have been told that you should do to be a good and healthy human? The truth is, one, you don't need an apology to forgive someone. And the other truth is that just because you did get an apology, it doesn't mean you have to accept it. Okay, so I want to put that out there first. And also hear me out. If those things work for you, do them. Do them all day long. When it comes to some of this stuff, it's not about finding the answer or the one size fits all. It's about finding what works for you. And after working with so many different humans, I have come to a very obvious conclusion that the general norms around feelings, apologies, and forgiveness just don't work for everybody specifically people who have experienced trauma. Now, I want to take a little turn here and talk about feelings for a second. And this is where I think we really begin to go wrong here. So generally, we learn that there are good feelings and there are bad feelings. There are feelings we want to feel and there are feelings that we don't want to feel. And I will continue, hopefully along with every other good therapist in the world, to challenge us on this until the day I die. Feelings are not good or bad. They are just things. Feelings rather are guides. They are tools that help lead us to what we need. Now, it is true that some feelings might be more comfortable and some feelings might be more uncomfortable, but that does not equate to good or bad. That does not equate to safe versus unsafe. It just equates to it is what it is. Why is this such a big deal? Well, because if a feeling is good versus bad, then we would be highly motivated to not feel the bad ones, correct? bad is bad. We don't want bad. Therefore, we would do everything in our power to move away from the bad feelings, make them go away, make them not come back. Well, if feelings are what I am telling you they are, tools that help guide us to our needs, but we want to make them go away, then we will never get to the tool that guides us to our needs 
and then we will never really get our needs met. I know this is kind of confusing. I have a whole episode on feelings called All of the Feelings. And if you want more on this, I highly, highly, highly recommend going to check that out. I also think that I'll probably do another episode on feelings sometime in the near future. So if you want more on feelings, go listen to that. It will be very helpful. The goal when it comes to feeling our feelings is not to not feel them. When anger, hurt, sadness, fear, any of that comes up, the goal is to not to unfeel them. It is to notice, it is to feel, it is to listen, it is to respond. Those are four like pillars of feeling our feelings that I've come, kind of come up with. It, one, I'm going to say it again. One, notice. Notice a feeling is coming up. Two, feel it. Identify what feeling it is. Three, listen. Listen to what the feeling is saying and guiding you to. Four, respond respond with what the need is go offer yourself what the feeling is telling you and moving you to now for the sake of this episode i'm not going to really focus on individual feelings i'll just probably talk about a couple of them so again if you want details on all of the different feelings go to that episode all of the feelings now how does this tie into forgiveness well when it comes to forgiveness this is where i get like really hot (laughs) Based on what societal norms tell us, to get past something, we must and we have to forgive someone. Like it's the law. And if you haven't forgiven them, then that means you aren't over it. And if you aren't over it, then that means you're harboring resentment. And if you're harboring resentment, then you're allowing that person to hold power over you. And I just don't agree with this all the time. Sometimes maybe all the time, absolutely not. So let's talk about why. Hey guys, Kat here, and I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you You Need Therapy after you check out. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 
24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. In my most rational brain, which I don't always have, but in my very most rational brain, I cannot rationalize how forgiving someone who has, let's say, sexually abused you is what you must do to heal. Like, what the hell? Like, that does not make sense to me. It can't make sense to me that somebody who has, like I said, sexually abused me or murdered a family member or murdered a friend of mine or, I mean, insert, set my house on fire. Like, think about that stuff. Like, it does not make sense that I would have to forgive somebody who has done something like that for me to heal from that trauma. It makes zero sense how telling someone who has been extremely hurt and who is extremely angry that they need to tell someone they are letting it go and releasing themselves of those feelings and that's how they heal. That is not how we heal. Like releasing and what does that even mean? Releasing the feelings. So let's circle back to the feelings. We feel hurt and we feel anger for a reason. A very, very, very good reason. Hurt tells us that something has affected us. It tells us that what we got isn't what we needed or it's not what we wanted. Anger is a justice emotion. I love anger and it gets a very bad rap in our world. It is the justice emotion and it tells us that what we have received or what happened was wrong. It is the reason that actually a lot of the amazing change we're seeing now um, when it comes to social justice is happening. It's essential for change. If we want change to happen ever in our world, we have to feel anger. So like, let's feel some anger. Now, there's a difference between rage and anger. Go again, listen to that episode and we'll talk about that there or maybe I'll talk about it in the future. But like I said, anger is essential. I want my clients to feel these things. Actually, I want everyone to feel these things because this is what will lead us to truly getting our needs met and to truly actually find healing. If we think we need to get rid of these things to heal, to me, we just have a very weird version of what healing is in our heads. When I'm working with survivors of trauma, one of the things that I hear a lot is I often hear them ask, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I get past this? I'm resentful and full of X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And I, I shouldn't be like enough time has passed or they've said sorry or blah, blah, blah. I mean, anything. And sometimes when that happens, it really feels like the aftermath of their abuse becomes their fault and not the abuser's fault. This just breaks my heart because what I want all of survivors to know that like none of it was their fault. Now, one of my favorite things to do sometimes is give someone permission to hate someone. And I know this is weird. This is weird. But honestly, sometimes you can't help it. And I don't think anyone really wants to hate someone. However, we pretend like we don't when we do. And that doesn't work. That also doesn't make any sense. We can pretend all day long that we don't hate somebody, but it doesn't mean we don't. It means we are lying to ourselves. And if we are lying to ourselves, then we're also lying to other people. And that's when we get stuck. We get stuck because we can't heal something by pretending it's not there. Like, I'm going to say that again. We cannot heal something by pretending it's not there. Like, again, use your rational brain. How would that make sense? How would I heal something that I'm ignoring? You cannot heal something that we are refusing to acknowledge. And if we refuse to acknowledge that we have hate in our heart towards someone, we will never get rid of it. It just is going to get buried there. And then it turns to things like rage and resentment and all of that stuff. Now, this is one of the main reasons why I think we can and we also have to offer something other than this idea of forced forgiveness. So 
I'm going to ask you a question. What if we stopped pretending? What if we offered ourselves what we truly need and then looked at what it would be like to offer something else other than forgiveness to people? I'm going to throw the idea of compassion out and hold up before you freak out because compassion does not mean that we think something is okay or right or like we feel bad for somebody or anything like that. That's not what compassion is. And I know, I think I've talked about this book before. Maybe you should talk to someone. Lori Gottlieb is the author and she talks about somewhere in her book about kind of this idea. And it was really my favorite part of the book probably because I felt like I was finally being seen as a therapist in the therapy world. I think a lot of us can understand this concept and and this idea of forgiveness versus compassion and all of that. It might be more common, but she put this idea out there in in the real world for like all of the non-therapy informed humans, I guess. And she also talked about, I don't know if this is in the same spot where she talked about this. I just know it was in there. She also talked about something that is also understood in the therapy world, but not so much in the normal world. And that's the difference between something called wise compassion versus idiot compassion, which sounds funny when I say it, but idiot compassion is what happens when we blindly like cheerlead people on. And I know that the name is off-putting, I think. And I'm sure some of y'all are like, I, I never want to do that. Or I bet I don't ever do that. But the truth is we all do this. I do this. Idiot compassion is kind of like friend compassion, I guess. And it's what happens when our friends vent to us about that shitty person that they're dating or the horrible boss. And we're just like, wow, that sounds so hard. Screw that person, blah, 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 blah. You deserve better. But what we don't do is what someone like a therapist would do when they use wise compassion. Wise compassion is what happens when we're honest and we help people see what really is going on. It's like the holding up the mirror idea is. A therapist offers wise compassion when we say the hard and uncomfortable thing and we call out our clients' inconsistencies. And we don't just tell people what they want to hear. We show them their blind spots in a very loving way. One of my therapists told me one time, I think I was venting about a person I was dating, not venting, I think I was processing a breakup and how hard it was. And and she said to me, she said, one of the things that you do so well is you are someone who holds up a mirror to everybody you're around. The issue is not everybody wants you to hold that mirror up. Not everybody wants to see, really see themselves. And so that's why idiot compassion happens because not everybody all the time wants, wants that wise compassion. And maybe that's something that we dive into deeper at another time, but I want us to use that idea of wise compassion and transfer that into this former idea or former need to forcefully forgive someone. As someone who has studied trauma and patterns of behaviors and personalities, I can totally understand why people do horrible things. I mean, I can get it. It can make sense to me. And I even struggle saying that because I don't want it to, but it can. I can see it and I can, I can have compassion for the things that may have led someone to do those horrible things. However, In no way does that ever mean that I think it's okay to do those things. In no way does that mean that I am then forgiving them for what they have done. You can offer compassion to someone without telling them that they are in the right or that they are are washed of the things that have happened. And that I think is a very freeing thought because to me that says, I can understand this or I can understand why you're a hurting person. Therefore, you have hurt other people, including me. But that does not mean it's okay. And does that does not mean I forgive you. That does not mean I accept your apology. There is a sense of freeness in that. 
And coming all the way back around to the beginning of this, I want to bring up the idea that real and honest forgiveness and real and honest compassion really is about us. It's not about the other person. True, real healing happens when we allow ourselves to be honest and feel our stuff and work on what happens inside of us versus what happens outside and around us. Lori also talks in her book, and again, I don't know if this is in that same part or if it's just just something that really stuck out to me, but she talked about putting herself in her own prison. And basically her therapist asked her to make sure the prison cell that she's in has four walls that are all locked. Because in our pain and in the cells that we lock ourselves in of shame and guilt, we often keep looking for one way out. And it's usually forward. We're just looking forward, right? One way out, forgiveness, forgive that person. Rid yourself of the energy that that takes up. However, that's not always the way that's going to be the light and the truth and what saves you. And often, sometimes if you just look to your left or you look to your right or you turn around, you'll notice that there are other open roads. There's a door and it's unlocked to your left, but you haven't been looking that way. And I say this because I want to encourage those of us who have been fighting this forgiveness battle to maybe stop fighting. Maybe there's no fight to fight. Maybe you can find your way out of the not doing healing right prison by simply just turning slightly to the left, slightly to the right. There's no one size fits all when it comes to the insides of our hearts. There's only one way that works best for us in our individual situations. And that's really what I'm offering you guys to look at today. If you don't think that this compassion versus forced forgiveness is a way for you, you don't have to take it. But what I want you to hear is that there are other ways. And I want you to hear that if you are feeling wrong or bad, or like you're not doing it right, or like there's something wrong with you because you can't find it a way to let go or forgive someone who has deeply hurt or wronged you, you're not not doing it right. You're just only looking at one way to do it. And maybe that's because nobody's offered another way. So like I said, one of the things that I love to do more than anything is offer permission to, I mean, hate people. Some people don't deserve forgiveness. And, you know, I mean, I've talked about being a Christian and I am a Christian and that feels like a wrong thing to say, but we are not God. We are not Jesus. And so we are, we are not the people who have to do that thing. That's not between us and that person. That's between God and that person. It's not our job to rid them of the things that they have done wrong. It's our job to figure out what is going to help me heal. And so I hope that this conversation that I'm having basically with myself opens your eyes to, again, looking right or looking left, maybe turning all the way around. Because what I hate more than ever is when I hear people who have been deeply hurt feel like they're the ones that are now in the wrong when it's not them. It's not you. So I hope this is helpful. And really, I think my goal here is just to start a conversation around different ways to heal. And this might not, like I said, work for everybody, but it might work for some of you guys. And I hope it does. So with that, I hope that you have the day you need to have today, whatever day it is. And I will talk to you guys again on Wednesday for Couch Talks. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.